All right. So good morning, everybody. It's Tony Fleming. This is our 7 a.m. mindset call. We do this call every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Central, and 4 a.m. Pacific time. And we talk about uh, a lot of things on this call from mindset to um, life. You know, we talk about business, talk about everything that happens to you, <clears throat> excuse me, on a daily basis, anything from, you know, your job, your business. Um, I tell you, you know, when I think about this, you know, I've been thinking about it lately too. <laughs> this thing that we talk about here on this call uh, and, the, and the, you know, the thoughts that we have can help everybody. So somebody asked me when, uh, yesterday about the call. I said, man, you know, uh, oh, it was the Uber driver. And I was like, uh, really, a person from – I would say 14 to 80 years old, really, if they listen, the information can help them in life in general, just in life in general, not just uh, <clears throat> in our business or things, you know, it's just in life in general, the conversations we have here, the things that we talk about. So we also take this call and we load it on a podcast platform. So we – you know, some people may stumble across this and they listen to it and they're thinking, wait a minute, something sounds funny about this because if you compare it to um, a podcast, you know, you hear this professional mic, you know, no background noise, everything sounds great. We don't have that. Uh, well, we're not doing that. We're actually just taking a conference call, putting it on the podcast platform for a number of reasons. One of them is that we want people to go back and listen to uh, these calls because that's how you learn, repetition over and over and over, hearing things over and over and over, saying things over and over and over. So we put it on uh, on 16 different platforms from iTunes, the break of the Spotify, the Apple. And I noticed that uh, probably 50% of our listeners use Apple when they go back and listen to the uh, – or when they listen to – just the uh, the recordings here on the podcast platform. So that's why we do it. Um, we know that it can help if you actually go back and do it. I was sitting with some, we were sitting with some people last night, and you know, I was talking to uh, the young lady was taking notes, and the first thing I said to her, I said, "Now you know what you got to do with those notes, right?" And and she's not on our calls, but she said, "I got to go talk to somebody about the notes." I said, "Wow." That's it. That's the whole key to what we do and how we learn. So if we take notes, then we have to apply the notes. And the way you apply, well, one of the things you have to do is actually talk about them first, which I call that teaching. Some people don't call it teaching. Some people call it something else. <clears throat> but I call it teaching because um, because that's that's how – you actually, you know, learn by talking about it over and over and over. So that's what we do. We talk about that. Uh, we also have a replay number, 712-432-1085, 712-432-1085, and same PIN code, which is 7833-57-POUND, and you're good to go. So uh, I don't have any, uh, uh, you know, pumped up getting started music to play today. But I just want to have a conversation in general here, you know, kind of like uh, some things I've been thinking about since uh, uh, since I've been here, actually. And um, <clears throat> excuse me, what city are we in? <laughs> you know, all the places started to look like it's Houston, Texas. Yeah, Houston, Texas. As, uh, the hotels look alike, also. But um, I was asking some people last night. I said. Um, you know, if you if you look at what we do, it's two challenges. Well, two things that we only respond that we can only do when it comes to uh, the business of let's just say recruiting or uh, whatever business that you're in where you're bringing people on board. Because every business recruits. You know, we talk about law firms recruiting because they want to bring in. New lawyers, a lot of a lot of law firms, uh, <clears throat> when they're when they're in the courtroom, 
and they lose the case, some of them look at the attorney who actually won the case and say, well, wow, we need this guy on our side so or this lady. Let's go after them. Let's go and see if we can actually recruit them. And, uh, you know, that's the process that starts from there because they say, okay, let me see if these people are interested in what we're doing. Now, that's what we do pretty much in our business, and that's the thing that we do is go after other people. We talk to other people about, you know, changing, you know, changing what they're doing and looking at what we're doing. Uh, that's what we should be doing, you know, on a regular basis that we should be doing. On um, And my question I was asking was, okay, if we do that, uh, which is that the whole, that's the kind of the agenda. Well, the, the main agenda we talk about is changing our paradigm, you know, changing the way we think and, and um, you know, looking at a new thought pattern because, you know, if, we, if we're trying to change our life financially, um, we're going to change some thoughts. You know what I'm saying? We, got, we definitely got to change some thoughts because, you know, you know, think about the environment that we grew up in. Think about the things that we heard while we were. And make sure, I'm making sure I'm clear here because, again, I can be in some part of this hotel room and maybe it's skipping or something, and y'all can't hear me. So if you can hear me loud and clear, you know, give me a text and say you hear me. <clears throat> but, again, think about the stuff we heard in the neighborhoods that we were in uh, when it came to success. We, Most of us never really had that kind of, any kind of success. So the words and the things that were taught to us or said to us, um, you know, really, if we're trying to change our life financially, some of those thoughts have to get out of our head. You know, some of those thoughts we have to erase. You know, first we've got to pull them up and think about them, you know, make sure we know that they're there. You know, um, okay, I got a text here. What does it say? Nobody can hear me? Let's see, hold on. Um, can you guys hear me? Okay, you hear me. Okay, cool. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, okay, good. So you sound a little low. Okay, well, you know, that's just, that's just the hotel room. So as long as you can hear me, um, to the best of my ability, I'm going to try to operate here with that. But uh, what I was saying was, you know, there's no way possible that being in an environment that we grew up in that we can have the right thought process. And, you know, you know we go through school, we go through life, we, you know, get new things, have success, um, graduate, you know, go to the military or go get a great job or go get another degree. And we don't think about some of the things that we heard at that age that could could affect you in your business, right? So we go into our business every day with, Supposedly, we're supposed to be talking to people, and supposedly, we, you know, we're supposed to be um, dealing with the 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 um, I would say the negativity that we get. Because I asked, we were sitting around, and, and you know, by five or six of us talking, and I asked the question, "What do you think is the main reason that some people?" Um, or that people don't have success in what they're doing. Now, some people say con consistency, not enough. Uh, some people say belief. Uh, somebody said rejection. Uh, another person said follow up. Now, when I when I say when when I think of follow up, I think of belief, because a lot of times we do not follow up 
because we don't believe that it's worth it, you know, that it'll happen for us. So we don't follow up. And so the only answer that I that I said, you know, is actually two answers that come along with that, uh, in my opinion, is that uh, the person has to start working uh, on the inner being uh, or you as the individual will have to double down and triple down on your work ethic to find somebody who may have already had that work done on them or maybe already work. Like, for example, um, you know, I told you, you know, I've been listening to audios for years. I, I was listening to Earl Nightingale before I even started reading books. And so I was getting a taste of some stuff, and I was, you know, my thought process was, um, you know, my, this is how I thought. Something is not right. I don't know what it is, but I need to be doing something else. But I just didn't know what it was, and I just felt like the path I was on, even though if you look at my life, you'll think that, okay, man, you was on a, you know, you had a good job. You had this going on for you. You had that going on. Yeah. It, well, you know, in a in a, a average person's eyes, they would they would think that. But I didn't feel that way. I started feeling like something's not right, you know. But I just didn't know what it was. And so, as I started listening more and more to Earl Nightingale and listening to him talk and the stuff that he was saying, man, he his stuff right now. Is so relevant right now. You can listen to his audios. You can go on YouTube and listen to him, and because his, the the stuff that he talked about is basically proverbs. I always say that the leadership mindset, personal development, things of that sort, pretty much came from proverbs. Now, the challenge with proverbs is that you can read it and you get more spiritual about it, but a lot of stuff that you need to apply to life today, you need to get from books. Because those books tell stories. Those those books give you information that you can apply toward what you're doing today. You, now, you can do it with some stuff with Proverbs, too. But, you know, you hear the thing that sometimes you're so spiritual that you're no earthly good. And sometimes, you not sometimes, a lot of times you need to, to read things uh, you know, from this earth, something that you can put into play of something that whatever you're doing now, if you look at our business and what we're doing, um, you definitely need to read some things uh, to, just to give you a fighting chance. You know, I think, uh, you know, we go through a system that doesn't really push that because the goal of the system is for us to just work you know, for them. So when you come and start doing something like what we do, now it's a different ball game, and now you have to do things differently, and you have to do really things that wasn't talked about. So that's why it's so hard, you know, when you um, – when somebody says some things that kind of goes – I don't know if it even go against what was said. It just had never been heard. You know, so when you hear something, you're like, hey, wait a minute. I never heard that in order for me to be successful, uh, that I need to work on the inner self, that I need to, you know, read books, that I need to even change my environment. Now, I'm going to tell you where you did hear that. You heard it from your parent when it came to you hanging around the wrong kids growing up. Yeah, you heard it there. Now, but what we're saying is you almost you have to apply that same type thought process in a business that you're doing because remember that we're going against the norm. We're going against the status quo. 
And so if you're going against the status quo, you're going to have to definitely separate and understand that. And that's, you know, I was saying that the truth is 80% and, 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 you know, 80% of people that you talk to are probably not going to have a clue about it or they might have bad thoughts on it. But I just want to have a conversation in general here, you know, kind of like uh, some things I've been thinking about since uh, uh, since I've been here, actually. And um, <clears throat> excuse me, what city are we in? <laughs> you know, all the places started to look like it's Houston, Texas. Yeah, Houston, Texas. As, uh, the hotels looking like also, but um, I was asking some people last night. I said. Um, you know, if you if you look at what we do, it's two challenges, well, two things that we only respond, that we can only do when it comes to uh, the business of, let's just say, recruiting or uh, whatever business that you're in where you're bringing people on board because every business recruits. You know, we talk about law firms recruiting because they want to bring in new lawyers, a lot of, a lot of law firms. Uh, when they're when they're in the courtroom and they lose the case, some of them look at the attorney who actually won the case and say, "Well, wow, we need this guy on our side." So, or this lady, let's go after them. Let's go and see if we can actually recruit them. And uh, you know, that's a process that starts from there because they say, "Okay, let me see if these people are interested in what we're doing." Now, that's what we do pretty much in our business, and that's the thing that we do is go after other people. We talk to other people about, you know, changing, you know, changing what they're doing and looking at what we're doing. Uh, that's what we should be doing, you know, on a regular basis that we should be doing. On, um, and my question I was asking was, okay, if we do that, uh, which is that's the, whole, that's the kind of the agenda well, the, the main agenda we talk about is changing our paradigm, you know, changing the way we think and, and um, you know, looking at a new thought pattern because, you know, if, we, if we're trying to change our life financially, um, we're going to change some thoughts. You know what I'm saying? We, got, we definitely got to change some thoughts because, you know, you just think about the environment that we grew up in. <clears throat> but again, think about the stuff we heard in the neighborhoods that we were in uh, when it came to success. We, most of us, never really had that kind of any kind of success. So the words and the things that were taught to us or said to us, um, you know, really, if we're trying to change our life financially, some of those thoughts have to get out of our head. You know, some of those thoughts we have to erase. You know, first we've got to pull them up and think about them, you know, make sure we know that they're there. You know, there's no way possible that being in an environment that we grew up in that we can have the right thought process. And, you know, you know, we go through school, we go through life, we, you know, get new things, have success, um, graduate, you know, go to the military or go get a great job or go get another degree. And we don't think about some of the things that we heard at that age that could could affect you in your business, right? So we go into our business every day with, Supposedly, we're supposed to be talking to people, and supposedly, we, you know, we're supposed to be um, dealing with the 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 um, I would say the negativity that we get. Because I asked, we were sitting around, and, and you know, by five or six of us talking, and I asked the question, "What do you think is the main reason that some people?" Um, or that people don't have success in what they're doing. 
Now, some people said consistency, not enough. Uh, some people said belief. Uh, somebody said rejection. Uh, another person said follow-up. Now, when I... When I say when when I think of follow up, I think of belief, because a lot of times we do not follow up because we don't believe that is worth it, you know that it'll happen for us, so we don't follow up. And so the only answer that I that I said, you know, is actually two answers that come along with that. Uh, in my opinion, is that uh the person has to start working uh on the inner being uh, or you as the individual will have to double down and triple down on your work ethic to find somebody who may have already had that work done on them or maybe already worked like for example um, you know, I told you, you know, I've been listening to audios for years. I, I was listening to Earl Nightingale before I even started reading books. And so I was getting a taste of some stuff, and I was, you know, my thought process was, um, you know, my, this is how I thought. Something is not right. I don't know what it is, but I need to be doing something else. But I just didn't know what it was, and I just felt like the path I was on. Even though if you look at my life, you think that okay, man, you was on a, you know, you had a good job. You had this going on for you. You had that going on. Yeah. It, well, you know, in a in a average person eyes they would they would think that but i didn't feel that way i started feeling like something's not right you know but i just didn't know what it was and so as i started listening more and more to earl nightingale and listening to him talk and the stuff that he was saying man he his stuff right now is so relevant right now you can listen to his audios you can go on youtube and listen to him and because his the, the stuff that he talked about is basically proverbs I always say that the leadership, mindset, personal development, things of that sort, pretty much came from Proverbs. Now, the challenge with Proverbs is that you can read it and you'll get more spiritual about it, but a lot of stuff that you need to apply to life today, you need to get from books because those books tell stories, those those books give you information that you can apply toward what you're doing today. You, now, you could do it with some stuff with Proverbs, too. But, you know, I hear the thing that sometimes you're so spiritual that you're no earthly good, and sometimes you, not sometimes, a lot of times you need to, to read things, uh, you know, from this earth, something that you can put into play of something that whatever you're doing now. If you look at our business and what we're doing, um, you definitely need to read some things uh, to just to give you a fighting chance. You know, I think uh, you know we go through a system that doesn't really push that because the goal of the system is for us to just work. You know, for them. So when you come and start doing something like what we do. Now the different ball game, and now you have to do things differently, and you have to do really things that wasn't talked about. So that's why it's so hard, you know, when you, um, when somebody says some things that kind of goes, I don't know if it even go against what was said. It just had never been heard, you know. So when you hear something, you're like, hey, wait a minute. I never heard that in order for me to be successful uh, that I need to work on the inner self, that I need to, you know, read books, that I need to even change my environment. 
Now, I'm going to tell you where you did hear that. You heard it from your parents when it came to you hanging around the wrong kids growing up. Yeah, you heard it there. Now, but what we're saying is you almost you have to apply that same type thought process in a business that you're doing because remember that we're going against the norm. We're going against the status quo. And so if you're going against the status quo, you're going to have to definitely separate and understand that. And that's, you know, I was saying that the truth is 80% and, 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 you know, 80% of people that you talk to are probably not going to have a clue about it or they might have bad thoughts on it. You know, they might have, not yet, not might. <laughs> we already know they do. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, it's not like, you know, there is, there are, you know, as, as Lou used the term outliers or let's just go with, uh, there are exceptions to the rules. There are gray areas that you do. You know how you, you find somebody who starts and then they're, you know, they say, well, I want to sign. I want to tell my whole family about what I was doing, and they all agree with me. And I know most people say, there's no way possible. There's no way possible because they know that they've been dealing with their family. It's like, no way possible to happen. Yeah, it happened. But, again, that's the exception. That's not the norm. No, the norm is that you're going to hear – um, you're going to hear some language <laughs> that you didn't think you would hear, you know, where, because, again, and, and, it's, and you're supposed to be understand. well, not supposed to be, because remember, you just got started, and you know, sometimes you can't get in the flow with learning about your thought process in the books right away. So you kind of just start talking. That's why I was also saying that the other option was well, two options, to help develop somebody or go through enough people until you find some people who kind of was developed. Like, like I said with me, I wasn't developed, but I still had a different thought process. I wasn't developed. But I still thought that, you know, the key sweat, something, something ain't right. You know, I still thought that, and I still felt like that, that something wasn't right, and it just didn't know. You know, just didn't know. Watch this. Watch this. If you remember when I started, and I talked about how I started, I really didn't start. based on um, me thinking something wasn't right. My main point is that when I started for the tax purposes, the everything else I kind of found out about. You know, everything else I found out about, like the people, the, the main thing I found out, was that there were people truly making money. Now, I didn't know the numbers of, you know, because, you know, I, I met this dentist, and I sat down with him in the lobby, and we talked for an hour or two. And so, and he, you know, told me his story and how he was making this money. And um, I didn't think at that time about, okay, what's the percentage of people actually doing this? And I think I think really um, that was a benefit that I didn't think that way, that I just assumed that, okay, he gave me the steps. He, he, well, not the steps. He gave me his story and told me the success that he was having and how he was having it. So now me starting a business just for tax purposes changed into me trying to do something. And again, here goes my story. The first six months, 
I struggled hard, and I was told that I shouldn't have been struggling. I was told that, you know, it was pretty easy and pretty simple. That's why in the beginning now, I'm honest with people. But what the point was that I realized that it wasn't a lot of people out here conditioned and developed to actually go through what we were doing. I also realized that it was some, but it was a small percentage, which means that I had to go through way more numbers than a lot of other things to get to where I wanted to get to. Now, I don't think that bothered me as much as somebody not telling me that in the beginning. And also, I think that that doesn't make, I mean, that doesn't, um, that doesn't say that you're in that category. And that's what I, that's how I operate. I'm trying to operate on what what if something happens to me, how would I react? Or if somebody says something, and I can't. That, the point, you know, is like I can't really do that. But I don't know an, another way than just say, look, you know, it's tough, and these things are going to happen because if you're really trying to help somebody, like I am. In my mind, I think that's the only way, to be honest with you. Back to my main point is you deal with the inner you and help the inner you grow in what we do, or like a law firm, we go out and recruit the best lawyers. You know what I'm saying? But the, his, he, this kind of goes back to also, the people we grew up around, the folks we work with, the people that we think are, you know, what we call successful, you start talking to them and you, start, and you realize that they're successful doing what they're doing in that environment, meaning that it's not a lot of orders and there's not a lot of thought processing. <laughs> I know... See, it's hard to tell somebody that because if you have a good job, so-called good job, you're getting up every morning going to work, you have a great title, you have this going on with you. Now, here I am on here telling you all that, yeah, that's cool, but what you're doing doesn't take a lot of thought. That's a kickback in itself. You know what I'm saying? You Now you, you got to really fight a person then because, a lot of folks believe that them going to their job every day and what they do is so, so, you know, uh, challenging. It's so, so tough. It's so, so this and so, so that. And so you, when you say to them, wait a minute, Dave, you ain't really thinking about stuff. You're really not. You know, you got everything kind of lined up for you to do. You know, think about it. Most people who have what we call, quote, unquote, the good job, you got a nice parking lot to go park your car in. <laughs> so you pull up in there, you, you, got, you know, you got your, your name tag on so you can use that to park with. Then you walk in the building and you show your, uh, your name badge. And then you go in and sit at your office or whatever you do. I'm, I'm just using one particular type structure. And you go through that process of the things that they said you need to be done, and you don't have to do a lot of thinking. You don't have to do a lot of – you just don't. You don't – you really don't. But then you you start with something like us and what we do, and in 85 to 90% of part-timers, now you got to mix in the two. Which means you got to think on this end, but you got your foot on the other end too, where you don't really have to think. So it'll be it's easy for somebody to look at what we do and say, "Well, 
you know, if if I was, this is how it should be done, or that's how it should be done, and, and this is because, it, you know, it, it'll be easy for somebody because you can only talk about what your conditioned mind knows. You know, the bigger picture of all of this is that we that we get tough enough to really, you know, go through the numbers because there ain't but two things you can do. You can try to help the people that you brought on board by giving them the information that they need, you know, like, okay, here's the conference call this time. Uh, here's the particular trainings that the company do on this time. Uh, here's the, uh, you know, the WhatsApp for my team. You know, and these are things that you, you have to do, and you so you tell it to them and you give it to them, and then you got to keep prospecting like a law firm. Now, I use law firm a lot, but what other companies, I think all companies do that. You know, like, oh, oh uh, I'm going to tell you another company that, that, I mean, another industry is the pharmaceutical industry. I mean, they're constantly recruiting reps from other companies. Okay, those are mortgage lenders. Right, you, you're constantly trying to find somebody who knows your profession and that's pretty good at it and you want to bring them on your team or within your company. You're constantly doing it. You're always looking for that. So it brings me back to why am I always talking about mindset, why am I some mental toughness? Because that's what you should be constantly doing also but you have to have the, that thought process of um, what's the thought process we used to talk about all the time that that if I have to go through three thousand people myself personally, I'm willing to do it, even though that might not ever happen. So think about it, if we go with three thousand. 300 shouldn't be a lot, but, you know, most of us at 15 or 20, we froze. You know what I'm saying? Think about, think about how you literally, I think I had this conversation a month or two ago with Dr. Tolliver, and I was like, you know, you know, do 100. Now you can do what, they, what, you call, what we call, a, um, what do you call it, a study. Do a hundred people where you literally either trying to share a video with them or trying to get them on the Zoom and they get on the Zoom and then, you know, they hear what they need to hear and they'll say no or something like that or whatever. Out of a hundred, what would you get? Because that's the sample size that you really should be looking at and most folks don't look at that. Most folks never, they don't get past 15 or 20. Really don't. Yeah, what are you willing to do, Mr. Ness? That's that's the that's the thing. What are you willing to sacrifice to get to that? What are you willing to to um how much time are you willing to put in? How much you know based on what you what you're looking for? I'm serious, that's why I do these. You know it helps me. <clears throat> uh Monday, Wednesday, Friday, um and hopefully it should be helping you because now, um, who made that point? Somebody made a point last night that um, it's a slow process. You know that that you know people are getting it, um, but it's a slow process. Now, yes, it is, but I still don't believe a lot of people are getting it. It's the ones the, the 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 ones that are or that say I do have it, that process for them takes time. And that time could be a year, that time could be a year and six months, that time could be two years, that time could be it could be two or three months. But it takes time for somebody you know, to to get that thick skin and that mentality of, you know, 
I mean, this is the simplistic way of saying it, but this is really what we're saying. You know, you know, tell me yes, tell me no. Hurry up, I gotta go. <laughs> that's that's pretty much. I wouldn't tell anybody that. Now that's not that's not what we how we should talk to people, but that should be in our thought process. Let's hurry up, man. Come on, just tell me yes or no. But but again. But then again, are we prepared for those no's that you're going to get? You know, because they're going to come. Remember, I said most people are not going to. Are you prepared for that? I don't hear a lot of people talking about it. I don't hear a lot of people saying it. And uh, that means that to me, I guess they're prepared to just go through the numbers. And I think in a in a perfect world that's where it should be. You know, I don't I don't know. If we all went through the right amount of numbers, we wouldn't need personal development. We wouldn't need well, I think you still need it just for life and in, in general. You know, you still need it just for that. What I'm saying in our business we wouldn't because uh you know, we'll be so busy working with people and dealing with people and, you know, doing things that that is helping us succeed. So if 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 that was the case, but I rarely ever, if I've ever, if I go back and think about it, seen that, where a person just relentlessly every day But again, you know what you know what we see it at. Tell me, y'all remember me talking about this a lot. What do you see that where people just constantly calling? Who wins the prize for that? I think your text is taking too long to answer. But you remember I said it. Yep, there you go, Levon, the call center. If a person worked at a call center and they got paid, you know, $15 an hour or $18 an hour, <clears throat> and that goal was to call, you know, I don't know. They might give you a list of names, 50, 60, 70 people. You start dialing, people don't pick up, or some people are just, um, Negative for just, you know, it's funny how in the call center we don't take it personally, but when we're not in the call center and we do it on our own, we take it personally. Why Why do you think that? Why do you think we can, or, or or does it matter that we take it personally? Because why do you think we consider the call center? Is it because we're getting this check, and so you're saying we still take it personally, but we get paid the check, or we don't even take it personally at all? Because all we're doing is wait for that check on Friday, and we'll just go through the motion of you know of doing that. What do you what do you contribute that to? Because I think that's the same thing we need to do without being paid a salary. Okay, so she says we're getting paid regardless of the cost center. What do you mean by that? Okay, yes, we are getting paid regardless. Oh, so at the call center, I guess what you're saying is if if we call 40, 50 people and none of them are interested, we still get a check on Friday because we did the process. Man, you know what? Think about that. Think about that. You're going to – well, okay, if you did that, you're going to eventually get paid in your business, but it won't be right away like like what we want. Like what we want to, you know, we want to be right. We want to get paid right away, like the call center. But if you think about it, there's no way possible you can go through the numbers that you say you are doing. Let's just say you say you are doing, I don't know, five or six a day times 30 days, 
150 calls or, you know, let's take off 20 out of that, 20 days, not 20 days, but 20 hours or 30 hours from that. If we did that six months straight or a year, don't you think that I, that, that we would get paid eventually? Don't you think that? Somebody just said, the bill just said, all about the expected outcome, the illusion of a guaranteed change. Yep. Yep. What we expect. Huh. Now I just got something interesting. So Sylvia says the call center are are cold calls. Personal calls hurt us more. Now that's something that pre preacher man always say. He says <clears throat> that we shouldn't call our family and personal friends. We should cold call. Now I believe cold call is worse than personal family and friends. What do y'all think? Y'all think y'all think taking a cold list and calling that every day is easier for you to do than going to your warm market. Let's see who thinks that. That person doesn't think that. She doesn't think that. <laughs> Even though you brought that up. Now, you saying not me, but you brought the statement up. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, what do you mean by that? You have to be able to see past, right? You have to see the future if you, yeah. Because if, if the watch this, if we say cold call, just grab all you have to do is grab one. Of the, you know, I don't know if they still send them one of those old phone books, and you can start at A, work your way down to B, work your way down to C, and just start calling people from them numbers. You know, so preacher man says uh, family is on the headstone of a lot of folks who quit as the reason why. <laughs> so the ones who have, <laughs> ones who have died in our business on, on your headstone, <laughs> it says it was a family member who said something to you who got in your ear and said <laughs> something to you. So. So is it is it is it the family member? Is it the, is it the the warm prospect, or is it, you know the cold prospect that you know? Now, in my opinion, I always believe, I always believe in the warm market. I always thought that you know I never really looked at the cold market. I never did. You know what I'm saying? I've never had, but I guess, shoot, I guess um, maybe for some people. So I can't rule it out. I just can't rule out that, but I, I've never really done that. Um <laughs> so preacher man say he feels like a person should at least get a twelve hundred dollar profit check. 
before you even talk to a family member. I believe even a family member won't even appreciate that check. I don't I don't I don't know. This is the dilemma. But there is there is something that we do know for a fact, at least I know for a fact, that that inner person has to be questioned. That inner person has to be developed. You, you can't just move forward without doing that. Meaning, I don't think you can. I'll just put it that way. There has to be some things that change, some things that, some some maturity, some growth that has to happen for us to advance in our business, for us to continue doing the 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 boring things that we have to do on a daily basis. Yeah, it has to be. Man, y'all, y'all toss that around and think about it. You know, we talk about it again on on uh, Monday. Um, the I mean, because the goal is to, to get as many people as possible working on their paradigm, changing their thought process, so that they can actually do more business. So, Tony, have you ever joined a business once you got influenced without seeing a person's back office? Yeah. I would probably say I hadn't seen a lot of people's back office. I don't think I ever, ever, ever... uh, I've been asked that, but I don't think I've ever, ever asked that. Matter of fact, one of the companies that I, that we had success in for six years, the guy who enrolled me, I never saw, but I could tell in his conversation that a lot of the stuff he was saying was, you know, had some stretch marks. In. <laughs> Matter of fact, I had some people tell me that. It's like, that don't even... But, you know, I thought it all the way through, and I was thinking that, you know, even though he said that, I felt like if I was a part of it, almost be like not only will I be striving to be successful, that he would be pushing me harder because the way the comp plan set up, that if I became super successful, he would. But that push never came, which is crazy. I never got that. So he says, my point is, if a person is not yet documented in any way in their business, it's suicide telling family if they have never had a business or been successful. Wow. And that goes to also your closer friends and things like that. But I don't know. Y'all, do y'all feel me on that? Y'all hear what, what, he, what he's saying? Do y'all think that's the case? You feel like if you were making a couple of grand a month, $1,500 a month, that when you went to talk to your family members that they would be more open compared to you them not being in the beginning.
شکریہ آپ کا So, so you telling me that whenever that happens, you let's say if it took you two years to get to two thousand a month or whatever, you're saying that when you go back to your family and friends, they're gonna say, "Oh, wow, you make it that much." Let me pull out my, my credit card and get started. That's what you're saying? Okay, say so more more receptive but no guarantee. Hmm. They may join, but they will. No, it works. They may not join, but they'll know it works. Hmm. <laughs> We're going to talk about this again on, on Monday because, ah, think about this. Think about this. I've been doing this 25 years. Family members I've loaned money to, I've done stuff for, they've seen me have major success. And the only person that's joined me is my uncle on my wife's side, Uncle Walt. Remember I told you, Walt was signed up. Hey, what you doing? And I tell him, uh, here's my credit card. Walt would do that <laughs> every time. But Walt, <laughs> then next week. How much you making? You making a you making twenty thousand a month yet? You know, next week. I could count on Walt to join, but even after the success that made millions of dollars, I still ain't had anybody in my family say, "Oh, mentor me! Oh, show me how to do it!" Oh, let me. I ha I have it now. I could be the exception, not the norm, but I just I still haven't seen that. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't go through those numbers because you you might see it. I guess I don't I don't know. Wow! I'm talking the whole hour. This thing is I've been rolling through it. Damn, man! Man, okay. Um. Profit check gives you the influence of you not caring if family joins or not. Hmm. So you're saying in the beginning you care. Okay, well then look at it this way. So are you caring because you're trying to help them and they don't feel it? Are you caring because you need their numbers to make your business grow? <laughs> and if it's that one, Maybe that's what they detected. Maybe they detected that person saying, "Man, you ain't trying to help me. You just trying to get me in your business to help your business. You ain't." If that's what you're saying, that that's the case, and some people slip that out. <laughs> yeah, you you know, almost like you need me. Preacher man says, I still say don't tell your family first. So what do you call, I'm going to wrap it up with this too. 
is family blood or is, I mean, when I look at family, I think about the people you're around the most. And that could be your coworkers, that could be your friends. That's what I call like family. I put them all together like in a in a group. Not you know, not just you know, part of your physical family, but the people that you deal with a lot. You know, should you go to them first or you go to total strangers? Hmm. Uh, man, we got to stop right there. Wow. So appreciate you guys uh, for getting on. Um, appreciate you guys for being consistent, you know, um, But you should appreciate yourself for doing it, you know. Then look, you know, check yourself today. Get your checklist and go down the checklist and make sure that you're doing the things that you should be doing to have success. All right.